You're listening to Sportsnet Today with Logan Gordon on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. things started happy friday and happy game day this is the flames and the dallas stars game three of this four game road trip for the calgary flames looking to rebound after a loss to the nashville predators we're coming to july from the doug lacy's basement systems downtown studios on this friday for our friends at doug lacy's basement systems bowling foundation crack foundation they have a simple permanent solution to stabilize your foundation contact basement systems. They're all things basement. You visit them at dlbasementsystems.com. We'll get you set with all you need to know ahead of a game day in Dallas. Quick reminder, it's a 6.30 puck drop today. Part of 15 games going on across the NHL. We've got some live scores to get you to in just a few moments. With a, five, a 6.30 puck drop means a 5.30 flame swarm up with Pat Steinberg tonight. Live here on Sportsnet 960, the fan. And, of course, Derek Wills and Megan Nicholson on the call. Flames and Dallas. Jake Ottinger, your expected starting goaltender tonight for the Dallas Stars. Do lineup notes and a starting goaltender for the Calgary Flames in just a few moments. But still to come on the show today, our Friday regular Matt Marchese is going to join us. Talk all things NFL on this U.S. Thanksgiving weekend, which had three games on Thursday. One game that's just kicking off right now on a Black Friday edition of NFL football and a full Sunday slate of games to get to as well. We'll also check in with Calgary Wranglers forward Dryden Hunt. He'll join the program in hour two. Calgary Wranglers with a pair of back-to-back games this weekend here on Sportsnet 960, the fan. So we'll check in with uh, with Bryden to see how the Wranglers are feeling heading into these games with the Abbotsford Canucks. Quick reminder, fan feedback line is always open to you here on Sportsnet today. Shoot us the text if you're listening live, 960-960. My outstanding producers on this Friday are Cam and Taylor. Kicking things off, of course, with the Calgary Flames. It's game day in Dallas. Like I mentioned, game three of this four-game road trip. They split the first two games. Disappointing effort in Nashville. Flames will look to bounce back against a tough Dallas team. Flames interaction tonight with a 7-9-3 record. The Dallas Stars are 12-4-2. First place in the Central Division. Coming into tonight's action. Flames lost their only meeting with the Stars earlier this season, 4-3. They outshot Dallas 47-30 in that matchup, but weren't able to come out with a win. Flames have won six of their last ten against Dallas, earning points in eight of those games. They posted a 6-2-2 record. They've also won five straight road games against Dallas, so the Flames hoping that continues into tonight's matchup. I mentioned Jake Ottinger. Your projected starter for the Dallas Stars tonight. Flames looking to go with Jacob Markstrom for the second straight game. Per our pal Eric Francis 
uh, our colleague on the ground in Dallas. Here's what I can tell you about tonight's lineup against the Dallas Stars. Mentioned Markstrom getting the start. Walker Dewar will exit the lineup tonight to make room for Connor Zeri. Nick Simone will also sit for the second straight game. That means uh, another night with Dennis Gilbert and Nikita Zadorov. So your lines and pairings look like this. Manjapani with Lindholm and Sharon Govich. Huberto remains on the line with Backlund and Coleman. We reunite Kadri and the kids. So that's Kadri with Zeri and Pospisil. Your fourth line, AJ Greer, Adam Ruzicka, and Dylan Dubé. While your D pairings, Uyghur Anderson, Hannafin Tanev, Zadorov, and Gilbert. We'll see what kind of shot in the arm the Flames get. Having Connor Zeri back in the lineup, hard to imagine that uh, a rookie like Connor Zeri, who really wasn't on the radar for many Flames fans going back to the preseason and training camp, could create such an absence in the lineup, but the Flames sure have missed his energy and his playmaking style. We'll see. Uh, he's been banged up, so we'll see if he's at 100%. We know it limited his minutes in the first game of this road trip. Obviously didn't play in Nashville, so we'll see if he's close to 100%, but certainly going to be an injection of uh, enthusiasm into the Flames lineup who, like we talked about, need these wins pretty desperately. This upcoming schedule, you've heard us talk about it, and we'll continue to mention it because it really is going to define this season for the Calgary Flames. It's Dallas tonight, Colorado on Saturday night, then a two-game homestand back at the Scotiabank Saddledome where you welcome in the Vegas Golden Knights. The Dallas Stars are in town next week. The calendar flips over to December where it doesn't get any easier for this team. Vancouver, Minnesota, Carolina, New Jersey, Colorado again, Vegas again, Minnesota for the second time. Then you get to see the Florida teams come through Calgary with Tampa Bay and the Florida Panthers. Ducks-Kings are mixed in there with another matchup against the Seattle Kraken. That gets you right past Christmas, and there really aren't any gimmies on that list. Not that there's a lot of gimmies in the NHL on a night-to-night basis, but there's certainly not going to be any nights off for this Calgary Flames team, and hopefully a lesson learned in Nashville because if that's the effort and if that's the kind of game that they're going to bring against some of these other teams, it's going to get uglier than it was uh, in that loss to the Predators. I think it's been pretty clear. Ryan Huska's made it pretty clear that uh, that just wasn't good enough from his team. Let's see how they respond tonight against a, a good Dallas team in their second meeting of the season. It is a game day. Uh, of course, here on Sportsnet today, we bring you the latest from the Calgary Flames dressing room uh, as soon as we can. And let's start that off today. Heading to Dallas, hear from the head coach, Ryan Huska. His thoughts on a game day against the Dallas Stars. Uh, here he is speaking to the media following morning skate today. I wanted to start just uh, 20, 20 games tonight, um, you know, kind of a quarter of the way or close to you. I mean, what have you think have you learned or kind of grown about your group here through the first uh, 20 games? What have I learned? Yeah, about what have them? you learned about the group here through 20 games? Uh, I, I don't know if it's anything that you're, you've so much learned about them. I, I've seen uh, leadership develop and start to come through uh, with our group. I've seen a, a resilient team from where we were at the start of the year. Um, there's never been really any quit in the guys and in certain games where we've been behind going into the third period I think our guys have um, they pushed each other to make sure they're never rolling over if you want to call it that and now it's um, I, I think the next level is making sure they're 
um, at the point where they all believe they can raise their level a little bit more. And the stretch of games that we're starting here tonight, we've got a lot of good teams that we're coming up against, and this is going to be awesome to see with where we're really at. Do you feel like um, an identity has started to establish, you know, a, a way that when you guys play, yeah. you know, your style of hockey, you're I, successful? I think it's getting there. And yeah. why I say it's getting there is because the players recognize a little bit now if we're not doing it the right way, they can see it. Um, and they hold each other to a standard now. So that's that's most definitely a positive. I want to say, like, easy to flush the other night, but you referred to it as a bit of a step back. But the yep. previous eight, lots of good things happening. So you focus on tonight. Is it easier to look back at the previous stretch and say that's the team that we should be? Sure, but, I mean, you can even look back at that last game. You know, after games, coaches are often emotional when the result doesn't go the right way. Um, but we did some things well in that game as well. The first period, I thought we did a lot of good things, and I just I felt like as the game went on, it got away from us a little bit with how we wanted to play. But... Um, yesterday was a great day for us. I had a chance to spend with our entire group at the Coleman's um, family's place, and it was uh, it was a real good afternoon for all of us. So it's now shifting gears and getting ourselves ready for a good game tonight. You about the stars and just the way they can kind of come at you in different ways, right? One yeah. can be goaltending, another can yeah. be about their depth and scoring or physical. How do you approach it while you're focusing on your game? Yeah, there's a certain way I think you have to play against them because of um, some of the points that you, you made. The depth of scoring is throughout their lineup, like whether it's the defenseman or um, you look at their four forward lines. They're all expected to contribute here, um, and you can see with the way they've laid out their personnel on those lines and the minutes that they play. So it's a very challenging team because of that uh, they can come at you in waves so if you don't take care of the puck or play the right way you're asking for some trouble do you have to look forward to those opportunities when you know it's one of the top teams in the west especially? absolutely and i think you see your better players always raise their game and that's what it's all about so now it's collectively we need players to do it individually but put it together and make sure we're we're doing things the right way as a team Plum State coach ryan huska his thoughts after morning skate at tonight's matchup against the dallas stars Dallas, a uh, slow starting team this season. Surprisingly enough, uh, they're with Calgary among one of the worst goal differentials to start off the first period. Both teams in the negative and the goals for goals against category. But Dallas turning it on in the second and third periods. Dallas with a plus 17 goal differential in the second and third period. That's right up there with some of the best in the league, including the Vancouver Canucks and the Colorado Avalanche. One thing the Flames will look to do tonight that they haven't done a lot this season, spend time with the lead. Just 21.7% of the time this season, the Flames have spent leading. Uh, 46% of the time, they've been trailing. And uh, as we've learned, the comebacks are fun, and they certainly make for entertaining hockey, but it seems to me if you spend a lot of time uh, with that being the scenario in the third period, you're going to wind up losing games. You can't expect a comeback every night. That's where Calgary struggled. I mean, look at some of the teams around them who are in the lowest percentage of time-leading games this season, and you'll see a pattern. First place is Chicago. Second place is Minnesota. Chicago has only led 16.8% of the time this season in their games. Minnesota's at 18%, Anaheim at 19%, and then you've got Calgary and San Jose at 21.7%. What's the common thread among most of those teams, especially San Jose and Chicago? Not very good. Same goes, those same five teams operate as the highest percentage of time trailing this season. 
just not going to be good. Now, the Flames have already matched their third period comeback win total from all of last season, so that's good news. They couldn't come back for anything last season, and they've already done it twice this season, which is all they were able to do in 82 games in 22-23, which was the lowest in the NHL. But again, it's a it's a terrible, it'll sound like a terrible pun and not meant to, but you're definitely playing with fire if you're the Calgary Flames. You continue to get into these situations where you're trailing late in games. You need to find a way to get, play some time with the lead, play some time, you know, where you're not chasing the game could go a long way against some of these good teams. We've talked a lot too about Jonathan Huberto. Uh, his play of late really took a, a turn for the positive for the Calgary Flames. Uh, one of his favorite teams to score against is the Dallas Stars. He has 30 points in 25 career games against Dallas, 10 goals, 20 assists. It is his uh, second best points per game played. Uh, the only team that he scored at a better points per game played clip uh, is against the Anaheim Ducks, who he's got 23 points in 19 games, so just barely eclipsing uh, the points per game uh, percentage that he rolls with. Uh, against Dallas. So he's also the current leader for most career points uh, per game versus the, the Dallas Stars amongst the active skaters. Uh, his, uh, like I mentioned, that 1.20 points per game, highest in the league. Uh, other players that like playing Dallas, Shifley, Wheeler, Line, McKinnon, all of them below Jonathan Huberto. So Flames fans hoping that that means uh, good things for him heading into tonight's matchup against the Dallas Stars. Jacob Markstrom gets the start for the Calgary Flames. His last five games out for the Flames, much better. He was part of that slow start for the team. His first eight games this season, just a 1-6-1 record for Jacob with a 3.03 goals against and an 8.97 save percentage. His last five, much stronger. 3-1-1 record, 2.57 goals against and a 9.15 Save percentage, that's much more like the Jacob Markstrom that we've expected, although he has struggled in his last few meetings against the Stars. His last six games out against Dallas, 2-3-2 two, two record, 427 goals against, and an 852 save percentage. His uh, worst goals against by an opponent since 2019-20 is by far the Dallas Stars, the only team past the uh, four on the goals against average for him. Tampa, Florida, uh, Boston, among some of the teams that Jacob has struggled the most with in his career. But uh, that 4.27 goals against against Dallas, far and away uh, the highest total in his career. So again, we'll see if he's able to, to bounce back tonight. Tough matchup against a good Dallas team. We'll dive more into the flames as the afternoon rolls on. But did want to get you... Uh, to the out-of-town scoreboard. U.S. Thanksgiving weekend. It's Black Friday. 15 games across the NHL schedule right now, including uh, five, let's make it six games now that are live. Uh, Sportsnet has the Red Wings and Bruins, while Sportsnet West has the Oilers and Capitals, which just dropped the puck a few moments ago. Red Wings out to a 4-2 lead over Boston right now. JT Confer and Alex Debrinkit opening the scoring in this one. Debrinkit up to 12 goals on the season. Rangers in the third period with the Flyers right now. Rangers have a 3-1 lead. 
Chris Kreider, his 11th of the season, helping uh, New York out to that uh, early lead. Maple Leafs and Blackhawks, still no Corey Perry news out of Chicago. Uh, all we heard today was that after not being at practice yesterday and not getting an explanation from the coaching staff was that he wasn't going to play in today's game. They didn't have any more information. So pending trade, discipline, issue with the team, still no idea what exactly is going on with Corey Perry and the Chicago Blackhawks. All we know, he's not in the lineup right now, uh, and they are trailing the Toronto Maple Leafs 3-1 midway through the second period. Callie Yarncroke has a goal, former Flame, in there for Toronto. Ryan Reeves also with his first as a member of the Maple Leafs, helping them out to that 3-1 lead. Other games, like I mentioned, just going uh, going the last 10 minutes or so. Blue Jackets and Devils are scoreless. Same with the Preds and the Blues. Oilers so far haven't uh, allowed a goal. We'll see if that changes. They're taking on the Washington Capitals right now midway through the first period. You want to watch that Sportsnet West the place to go for that. Also, I uh, have an NFL game that just kicked off a few moments ago, the first ever Black Friday game in the NFL. It's the New York Jets hosting the Miami Dolphins. 11 minutes to go in the first quarter. This one scoreless from MetLife Stadium. So lots of live sports to get to. We'll keep you updated on all the scores uh, across the National Hockey League and the NFL as uh, this Friday continues. But, of course, we'll keep you locked mainly on the Calgary Flames and the Dallas Stars. Let's head to the locker room once again for the Calgary Flames. Get you set for tonight's matchup against the Dallas Stars. Here from forward Andrew Mangiapane. He's been skating on that line with Elias Lindholm and Yegor Sharangovich. His thoughts ahead of tonight's matchup against Dallas. A little more broad, kind of off the top, but just about, you know, 20 game mark, I think is kind of a big one in terms of, you know, a quarter of the way through the season. Um, what do you think, you know, you've kind of learned about the group to this point and maybe just sort of what you've been seeing lately from Yeah, I think uh, we got a good team, right? And uh, it's obviously it took, a, I think, a few games to maybe realize it for us. But um, yeah, I think, you know, the last you know, 10 games or so, we've been really um, playing the way that we need to play to have success, right? And we've been having success, right? Uh, when we all kind of work together and, you know, play together, break out, you know, attack, or do it as a five-man kind of unit, uh, six, I guess, including our goalie. But when we do it all together, you know, we're a hard team to play against, right? So we got to keep doing that and keep doing more of that and just, you know, playing for each other. Is it fair to say that, you know, maybe over this last kind of 10-game stretch that maybe that identity that you guys kind of talked about is starting to sort of uh, align itself a little bit just in terms of what you have to do to be successful? Yeah, 100%, right? And I think uh, maybe early on this in the season, we were still trying to figure out kind of our identity and, I think now we got a kind of picture of it, right? And we know how we have to play to win games, right? And um, I think that's that's important for us. Yeah, and I guess in that way, I mean, obviously not necessarily up to the standard on Wednesday night. I think that was kind of yeah. said, but just uh, kind of stands out, though, in terms of now being able to go back to what you've been doing well. Is that fair? Yeah, right. we got to be kind of predictable with each other and, you know, help each other out. I think in the you know our last game there, we were just kind of, one second off, right? And um, those games are going to happen, but, you know, we got to put that to the side and get back to what made it successful. And that is, you know, playing quick, playing predictable, you know, helping each other out when you see a guy in trouble, little things like that that'll go a long way. How much do you enjoy uh, the task about the opposition here tonight? Obviously, there's been yeah. some pretty good games between uh, you two teams over the last uh, couple of years. Yeah, they're a good team, right? And um, obviously, we had, uh, you know, those close kind of playoff battles. and. Yeah. Uh, a lot of games between us, right? So we know what they're about, and uh, we know that we gotta, you know, be ready to play, right? And 
uh, right from the puck drop because, uh, you know, they got some good skilled players over there and they'll make you pay if, if you're not ready. Flames forward Andrew Mangiapane on a game day. Flames and the Dallas Stars. And yeah, you mentioned that history. Of course, these two teams know each other well, including that playoff battle a couple seasons ago. Uh, once more to the Flames locker room after morning skate. Let's hear from the captain, Michael Backlund, as the Flames get set to take on Dallas in game three of this four-game road trip. No, it's more, more of a, like kind of a, a little bit more broad about 20 games. Um, you know, I think there's probably some significance to just, you know, hitting the 20-game mark in that it's, you know, kind of a quarter of the way through the year. Where do you think you've learned about your team, you know, to this point, 20 games in? I think we get gone better over time. Um, last game wasn't our best, but I think uh, over time we've been, we've been playing better, better as a group. Uh, finding some uh, continuity and consistency on the lines and pairings and uh, I feel like everyone's more comfortable in the system we play and just felt like guys are more comfortable on the ice and uh, we just saw that we've been playing a lot faster and um, yeah so it's been uh, it's been better uh, we had that tough stretch and um, but I like what I've seen lately and uh, you know we got to bounce back <clears throat> after a Tough loss. Yeah, well, and, and maybe just to that point, do you feel like kind of that identity starting to iron itself out just in terms of what you guys have to do to be successful or when you're, you know, when you're really dialed in? Yeah, for sure. We know we got to, without, with and without the puck, we got to play fast, uh, move our feet, um, be hard to play against. That's the games we've been playing well and been winning. We've been playing, been hard, been hard to play against. And, uh, you know, we've been really good in the forecheck. We've been playing with some pace for our D zone and neutral zone. And, um, you know, lately, too, our old zone game has been picking up, too, uh, being more creative and more moving around in the old zone. So uh, that's how we got to play to be su- to be successful. Well, and then, you know, you talk about bouncing back, and obviously those, you know, maybe that's kind of a good sign in that, you know, that, that night in Nashville is kind of more of the anomaly, or at least it stands out. You know what areas you have to kind of go back to because of what you've established over the last seven or eight games here. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, uh, you know, that was issued in a six-game streak there, um, six-game losing streak. We Within games, too, like, we there was one bad shift, and the next year was just snow roll and snowball effect. And I feel now we're becoming better, too, at slowing that up a little bit and stopping it. If we have a couple of bad shifts, you know, next the line after that comes out and keeps more simple and plays better and turns the momentum a little bit. And uh, I think we've been better in that, too, turning the momentum. And uh, something we got to do here now after a loss. One last one for you, and that's just about um, you know, kind of the challenge here. You know, obviously, back-to-back games, but a pretty good team over here in Dallas, and maybe just an opportunity to see you know, a little measuring stick about um, you know where you guys are at too. Is that correct? Yeah, for sure. Um, they're a really deep and good team, and uh, we've uh, had some history against them over the last few years, so we know what they're about, and uh, um, it's going to be an exciting game. Uh, it's an exciting stretch we got in front of us. A lot of good teams, and uh, yeah, it's been a good challenge for us. There you go. Our last check-in on the Flames locker room ahead of tonight's matchup with the Dallas Stars. That was Captain Michael Backlund again. 6.30 puck drop tonight. 5.30 Flames warm up with Pat Steinberg before Derek Wills and Megan Mickelson call the Flames and the Dallas Stars live here on Sportsnet 960. We'll take a break, come back on the other side, take a look at the opposition. The Dallas Stars coming in uh, atop the Central Division. They're going to be a very tough opponent for the Calgary Flames. They'll also see them again next week in Calgary. So, Good to take a look at the team that uh, Calgary is going to get a very up-close-and-personal look at. We'll check in on the Dallas Stars next. Still to come, uh, Matt Marchese will join us. We'll talk all things NFL with Matty. Plus, don't miss it later in hour two. We're going to chat with uh, Wranglers for Dryden Hunt out of a weekend set for the Calgary Wranglers here at the Scotiabank Saddledome. All of that and more as Sportsnet Today rolls on this Friday on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Friday night, the second matchup of the season between the Calgary Flames and the Dallas Stars. 
these two teams getting familiar with each other because next week back in Calgary, Dallas makes another trip to the Scotiabank Saddle Dome. So pretty consi- pretty quickly, the Calgary Flames will get a taste of what Dallas is all about once again as they come into Friday's matchup. The top team in the Central Division. 6.30 puck drop on Friday. 5.30 Flames warm up with Pat Steinberg. And for a look at the opposition today, very happy to hear from Owen Newkirk, radio host for the Dallas Stars. He checked in with Patty Dumas a little earlier on Friday to get set for tonight's matchup between the Dallas Stars and the Calgary Flames. And we go down the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline. We're joined by Dallas Stars radio host over on the ticket down in the DFW area and does some play-by-play for FC Dallas, Owen Newkirk. Owen, thank you so much for taking time this morning uh, and chatting some stars with me. Hey, Patrick, nice to talk to you again. I uh, hope you had a really good Thanksgiving. How about them Cowboys and Dolly? Yeah, it was quite the stir over at Jerry World, <laughs> a.k.a. the Death Star here uh, in Arlington. But, uh, yeah, great Thanksgiving. It's my favorite holiday. Uh, I'm all about the food and uh, can't wait to burn some of the turkey off today. Yeah, hopefully we got a good game uh, tonight at the AAC. Uh, the Stars uh, still leading their division uh, 7-3-1 and one, uh, since we spoke last. That was at the start of the month uh, when Dallas rolled through Calgary. Uh, and they're getting wins against some big teams as well in there. Fill us in on uh, what's been a, a really, obviously, a really great start to the season for the Dallas Stars, but has been, uh, you know, a really good November as well. Yeah, I, I think that this team is continuing to work on some of the areas of their game where they don't feel that they're up to snuff yet. Um, it, it's still a work in progress. I know that's sort of a cliche, but uh, there are very few teams that you would say, I don't know if any that would say, yeah, they're ready to to tackle the Stanley Cup playoffs right now. There's a couple that are pretty darn good, but um, I think the Stars are in that conversation. They faced a real gauntlet the last couple of days where they played Colorado, the Rangers, and then uh, on Wednesday night, a really, really good defending cup team in, in Vegas. And the big difference from even a year ago till now is, boy, if you have a good game, you can hang with them. But, it, you know, against the, the Golden Knights in the playoffs last year in the Western Conference Final, it kind of felt like Dallas was punching up a little bit. This year, in these games, again, they're, they're one game. They're not a best-of-seven series. But it sure looks like Dallas can, it's in the right weight class now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the additions that we talked about the last time I was on your show, Matt Duchesne coming in and Craig Smith and Sam Steele adding some layers to the offense and, and, and depth through the third and fourth lines and just being able to be that much harder to play against really has made a difference because one of the things, especially against Vegas that you, you point out, is the incredible depth they have at the center position mm-hmm. down the middle. Well, the Stars feel like they're even more equipped to handle that now where they have, you know, Lope Hintz backed up by Matt Duchesne Wyatt Johnson and then Roddick Fox is on your first line. That's yeah. really good depth. That is that's insane depth uh, down the middle. Now, is it? I, I know there's like obviously the Dallas Stars want to be the Dallas Stars, and that's they want to be put their brand of hockey in, in the Western Conference. But it, it, if there was more of like a, a comparison between Vegas and Colorado, where do you think Dallas probably fits more into? Are they closer to Vegas style, or are they closer to a Colorado style? I actually think they're a bit of a, of a mashup. And, and why I say that is that I think Dallas 
has the defensive bones that a team like Vegas has, because Vegas defends as viciously as anybody mm-hmm. in the league. Uh, I may, maybe Boston, uh, because they play that. Jim Montgomery style is very similar to the old Ken Hitchcock style that the Stars yeah. kind of came up with, at least this group of it, when Hitch was briefly the head coach for the second time. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a lot of guys protecting the, the house. There's not a lot of room around the net. And if you get the lead, you're going to try to lock it down as much as you can. That's exactly what we saw Boston do against us. It was a really tight game. Uh, but again, I think the Bruins play a lot different when they have the lead. It's not, you know, the early 2000s New Jersey Devils trap, but it yeah. is very much trying to suffocate the game. The Stars have that in their DNA from having Hitch, Montgomery, and Rick Bonus coaching because they all did similar things in that regard. But they also have the get-up-and-go like Colorado has mm-hmm. because that's Pete DeBoer's style. He wants to be defensively sound, but he wants to roll four lines and attack. And I think one of the most pleasing things about DeBoer's style to me is when you have the lead, his, his whole philosophy is go score again. It's not let's try to hang on to a one-goal lead. Now, look, that happens sometimes. There will be games even with this current iteration of the Stars where they're up by a goal and the other team's really pressing and you find yourself kind of hanging on, right? That's just sports that happens. But generally, Dallas tries to go for the throat and score the next one and then get the empty netter, and then all of a sudden uh, a really close game looks like a three-goal, you know, not runaway, but pretty comfortable in the end. Owen Newkirk, host of uh, Dallas Stars Radio, getting you set with a look at the opposition. He joined Patrick Dumas on the big show earlier on Friday. The full conversation is up on the big show's fourth hour podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, Google, Amazon, Spotify, or your favorite podcatcher. Yes, Flames and Stars Friday night, and then again next week at the Scotiabank Saddle Dome to close out their season series against Dallas. Friday night, 6.30 puck drop, 5.30 Flames warm up with Pat Steinberg. All of it live here on your home of the Flames, Sportsnet 960. We'll take a break, come back on the other side. We'll kick off Hour 2, chatting with our pal Matt Marchese, see what's going on across the NFL. Busy week uh, with U.S. Thanksgiving. Three games yesterday, one game underway on this Friday afternoon, and a a whole Sunday slate of games to dive into with uh, Matt Marchese. We'll also uh, check in with the Calgary Wranglers and forward Dryden Hunt going to join the program in Hour 2. Back-to-back games against the Abbotsford Canucks this weekend. The Wranglers near the top of the standings in the American Hockey League once again. So we'll check in with them ahead of a busy weekend. All of that when Sportsnet Today returns here on Sportsnet 960, The Fan.